You are listening to the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast following a 3-2 overtime victory against the Edmonton Oilers. I'm Ross Levitan with me recurring guest on the postcast at Laleem's Martian. Pilsy's going to try to hop on. He's in a little bit of a traffic trouble, but we're going to see if we can get Pilsy on in just a moment. Martian, this is one of those games that's great for our brand, the Timmy Superstar brand. He certainly came, saw, and conquered tonight. Did he ever? Gotta love to see it from Timmy tonight coming out with the big fight. You gotta think that maybe that was something that was on his bucket list. You know, like this year, sophomore season, Brady Kachuk, my role model slash friend slash teammate, I'm going to try to play like him and I'm going to get the first fight out of the way. And oh boy, did he ever, he even uh, popped his cherry. So you love to see that. And then also uh, the skill was on display tonight and you could, you could hear it in the voice of Louis DeBrusque, uh, who was on the broadcast tonight. He was really excited watching Tim Stutzel. It reminded me a lot of when Ray Ferraro was watching him. Uh, oh, World, World Juniors? World Juniors, where you could just tell <laughs> yeah. this guy did not realize what kind of show he was about to get. And Tim, Tim Stutzel came out and he he did exactly that one-upping his fellow german yes uh dry side a couple good chances but stutzla clearly more noticeable pilsy will be joining us soon i know uh everyone Where's is, pilsy? i mean i'm asking the same question the guy oh, phone, phone was off i was like dude is this guy all right jesus he'll come on tell us what's going on with him but he caught up on what was an unbelievable game and yes we've got this stat as well weavy in the uh in do, 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 in the chat boom i got a little graphic for that as well tim stutzel the first player in franchise history with a fight and an overtime game winning goal in the same game and if you go to twitter right now at at uh, senators oh boy they just posted three photos of stutzla's celly it is unreal especially the one where you just see a dejected nurse looking like how did that go in and miko koskinen just I don't know what else he could have done. Like there was not much room there. And Tim Stutzla puts it short side upstairs. I think Sens fans can uh, can feel some sympathy as Darnell Nurse was going on two-minute shift, as Sens fans know that all too well with Thomas Shabbat. But let's do this a little chronologically. We will get to the big story, which was Tim Stutzla. But another great story, and this started early in the game and continued throughout. How about some stick taps for Matt Murray, Martian? Jeez, what a game. Yeah, you said it, you know, 36 saves, huge night from Matt Murray. And you said it again, from start to finish, he was fantastic. And there was a couple breakaways in the second period, a lot of really high danger chances. And, you know, the two of the two goals, oh, well, let's keep it chronological. But the first goal, I mean, that's the best, best goal scorer, or my best player maybe to ever play the game, Connor McDavid. So, um, yeah, Matt Murray uh, obviously had an amazing game tonight. Another crucial moment, just like it was on Saturday, was with four minutes left in the second period, the Senators get a power play. Their power play had not produced a goal in some time, but it certainly came through clutch, and it was the second unit. Nick Paul on the rebound, puts Ottawa up 2-1, and you mentioned McDavid. He had a chance the other way right after where it was like a seam pass, and it just skipped over his stick because the Senators' record when leading after two Versus when they're either tied or losing, it's not even close. At home, when they're leading after two periods, they're six and one. They're overall now they're seven and one, and overall twelve one and one. Whereas they only have two wins in twenty five games when they're trailing or tied after two periods, including zero in eleven attempts 
on home ice. So is that your TSN turning point, for lack of a better word, that Nick Paul goal? Yeah, it has to be. And and that backhand shot that we've seen that a couple times this season out of yep. Nick Paul like that. But you got to think that that was definitely the game plan of the Oilers, where they said, you know, if if we come out ahead or tied after two periods, these guys don't have a very good record uh, when that's the case. So if we can get them to that point, we can we can come back and win, or we can win. But um, you know, Ottawa is a different team these days. They're they're playing to their identity a lot more. I would say now that you know, and everyone we. we we haven't even mentioned that they're missing their two best players, probably. They're having a great He's time the up there, players. though, eh? Pardon? Hey, the boys who weren't playing were having fun in the box there. You saw Pinto, Norris, <laughs> Batherson, Hetherington, Sabrin all hanging out. Munching on some popcorn. I saw that. Josh Norris was having a, a couple of nibbles of the popcorn there. So that's that was pretty funny. Uh, the we boys, needed, to, uh, get, we needed the to get the reaction shot. We needed the reaction shot after the game-winning goal, though. I bet they were buzzing. Wouldn't that be great to see? I wonder if they are because they didn't show that at all. So, yeah, usually they try to stay stoic up there. You know, they try to keep their composure, stay cool looking. But uh, I don't know. I think our sons, yeah, these guys, they might be partying up there for sure. <laughs> so the Senators get the 3-2 win on home ice. They're outshot 39-31. to But Matt Murray now with points in six straight starts. That in itself is a win enough. But when you have Josh Norris out of the lineup, even Dylan Gambrell, just the center depth has been so tested. Colin White, Shane Pinto, they've been out for longer, though. What he's done to step up into this number one, uncontested number one role, since he's turned 20 years old, the numbers are just jumping off the page. He's getting so many touches through neutral ice. He's using his physicality and his passion. And now let's get into his fight because he takes on William Lagason, a number five, six defenseman. Ooh. And the, the takes <laughs> were going rampant. That's the same part of the ice where Brady Kachuk had his first yep. fight against Detroit. Remember yeah, Brady that's back. also where Brady – I was. I thought you were going to say that's where Brady Kachuk fought Shea Weber, which I thought was another yes. coming age fight for him. But those behind-the-net fights, yeah. Yeah. I did not see that coming in a million years of that guy, Tim Stutzla. You never thought I'd ever see him th- drop the gloves. And I, if he did, I would be worried that we were going to have an Alex Salmon situation. <laughs> because he doesn't look like the kind of guy or act like the kind of guy who would ever get mad enough or even have the technique to, to get into a fight. And you mentioned he's on a, a rampant uh, scoring pace. Ross, he's been robbed of a few points. I don't, I don't know if you remember the, a few nights ago where – you know, it was his shot and it like went up the crossbar and then someone else got, or it was, you know, he's kind of, there's a couple different chances in the last few nights where he could come away with multiple point nights where he's not actually getting the the point added to his totals, but he is all over it. And he's definitely been a different player, especially I think since Norris has been gone, but you're right. I think him turning 20 was the milestone for sure. Absolutely. We're about to bring on Brandon Piller. Pillsy, of course, hey, he's here in BC. We'll, we'll do that in just one second. I want to give some credit to Patrick Woodbury. He works with LeDouat. Look at this in-action photo from the scrap for Tim <laughs> Stutzla. <laughs> oh, mid-game. But, hey, look at that one. And then I'm only going to pull up one of the three here, um, although there is a great response to this one as well. Oh, man. Timmy is so fired up after this goal. Everyone, open another tab on your internet. Go to Twitter. I'm going to pull up one of the uh, photos right now. I've got it saved right here of the celebration after the overtime winner. It is absolutely electric. Look at that one knee down. 
just having an absolute time. What a game. Without further ado, the co-host of the Locked On Senators podcast from the left coast, Pilsy. We're absolutely buzzing after that one. I don't know if you saw this. The first player in franchise history with a fight and an overtime game winner in the same one. What a legend, Tim Stutzler. Am I coming through here, guys? I'm out yes, in the middle sir. of nowhere. All right, sweet. Give I, the town uh, a shout-out. Where are you? Fort Alberni, just uh, just <laughs> off Tofino. There was a rock slide, so I was stuck in a uh, random-ass place for four straight hours while the Sens game is going on. This is the Brady Kachuk signing all over again, Ross. I had no clue. I was living in a world <laughs> where Tim Stutzler did not get in a fight and had not scored an OT winner yet. But here we go. I told you it was going to be 3-2 in overtime for the Sens if they won on today's show. Fact. And look at that. I mean, man, I'm glad I got to see that picture of Timmy getting his nose busted in and then selling. Like, what a night for the young German superstar. Oh, it's unreal. Great for the brand, we were saying as well. Timmy comes through clutch. Yes. And I want to pull up the numbers here since he's turned 20 years old because it's been just a completely different player. And he... He, I still think he's got two goals tonight. We didn't even touch on that first goal. Did he not bat that out of the air right in front of the crease? He didn't. No, that's what I'm no. saying. He's getting points taken away from him. Yeah, it's like... Uh, Stanford he, deserved the, the point there. He took one in the pills on the initial shot. It came off Koskinen's blocker. It looked mm. like it, it looked like Stusa kind of let it drop and then took it, but he didn't actually end up touching it. So, thus, n- only one goal. So, six, goes- six points in nine games for Tim Stutzla since turning 20 years old huge pilsy everyone's chirping you for uh your your parlays of the day never hit but if you had put money on a 3-2 ot win for the cents you might not have to deal with rock slides because you'd be taking pjs everywhere you go yeah hey that'd be nice that's the way to do it on the island that's for sure but <laughs> yeah i think I'm, I'm gonna be done with parlays here and we're gonna shift to a different uh focus with betonline.ag but guys i i want to get maybe i missed uh, your recap of everything so far i saw that nick paul scored that got me fired up as well thomas shabbat scored uh and then timmy gets a game winner and did mcdavid have a point or did the Sens hold him pointless again i uh, scored a goal and hey matt murray was unreal two breakaway saves in the second period one on zach hyman and the other one on connor mcdavid so man th- this game doesn't even get to the third period with a 2-1 lead if it's not for the play of matt murray yeah and thanks to leams martian for all the great clips i was uh, as soon as i got service i'm frantically trying to catch up with the game <laughs> of course i had to go to at leams martian which you all should as well and yeah matt murray made a bunch of good saves and it seems like the oilers uh what was the final shots i saw he had like over 30 saves and it seemed 36. like yeah. That's huge. And for Matt Murray to continue this strong play and to do it up against the Oilers again, like this, this guy's really starting to show what he's got in a much longer stretch. We, before we had to put an asterisk, you know, short sample size, but he's starting to play consistent. He hasn't had a stinker in a while and he hasn't had a weird injury pop up. No skinny kid syndrome, uh, Lalim's Martian. He's been doing better with that. So you'll love to see that from a goalie friendly show. Absolutely. Now, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Pilsy, I want to go to you first. Who do you start tomorrow on Long Island? It's the last game for a full week. Put the oh, conservatism away for now, Pilsy. I know. Cool. Yeah, I No, I got to dial it back. I'm going Forsberg. I don't like the idea of back-to-backs unless it's necessary, especially with the goal. Like, imagine Matt Murray's finally clicking. He's finally healthy, and then you put him in a back-to-back, <laughs> and something goes wrong, right? So. Yeah. 
Ross, I'm sorry to be a damper. I would love to see it happen, but if you're asking me personally, I give this one to Forsberg tomorrow. 4-0-2 is Matt Murray in his last six Ooh. games. I made it 940 save percentage. I didn't have time to do the exact. He was 937 before tonight, and then his save percentage in tonight's game would have bumped it up because it was 949. So I think 940 is a nice even number here. Not math guys unlocked on senders, but the number looks great no matter how you slice it. This game, though, it was just a fun watch. Like the both teams were, were battling up and down the ice. There was some physicality. Everyone in the comments making sure to mention Alex Formanton getting in the grill of Ryan Nugent Hopkins a pair of times, giving him a little wink yeah. as well, which you love to see. Now, we even got to see a top line at one point. So, Pilsy, the Senators won this game. And at one point in the third period, so Timmy gets the fighting major, he's out. Their top line was Kachuk, Tierney, and Sokolov. Oh, my God. Who would have thought that at the start of this season? I mean, Chris Tierney, number one center. What? Yep. Well, they did it right now. So, hey, what? since New Year's, this is just unreal. And Patrick Weldon making it mention, too. Like, 4-0-2 for Matt Murray. But also, and Everyday Sense, who's also a great follow on Twitter, yeah. he had a good stat uh, about both Matt Murray and Anton Forsberg as well because they both struggled in the start of the season before December 2nd 13 games played for Murray and Forsberg a 1 and 9 record with an 882 save percentage since then in 18 games they've got 10 wins and a save percentage over 925 so clearly the goaltending starting to come up and the penalty killing it wouldn't be a, a postcast right now without talking about the penalty killing because this team what is it 48 out of 52 penalty kills in their last 18 games. Ridiculous. And they just shut down McDavid in two of those games. Like, their power play, they went 0 for 3, Edmonton did tonight. And, like, there weren't even that many dangerous chances. And they're doing it now without Connor Brown, right? Like, yeah. Connor Brown's and not. And Nikita Zaitsev. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no Dylan Gambrell either, your boy. I think Dylan Gambrell is also a great penalty killer, but that just shows you the tenacity of the guys that they have on the roster. Like, yeah. you can put almost any forward in the penalty kill, and I would be comfortable unless it's Adam Gaudet. Like, that's basically – I can't think of another guy who I would, like, be a little more hesitant with, but, like, they all play hard and fast, and uh, they can still puck from you at any given time because of the way that they play. Like, there's no passengers right now on the on the forward group, I don't feel like. No, it's a hell of a team right now. And what they're doing so shorthanded just makes it all that much more impressive. Patrick mentioning as well, I need to do a better job here pulling up the comments. We appreciate everyone joining us in the postcast. We've got near record number of people here. We've just set a weekly record once again for most downloads in a single week. We want to keep that rolling. By far the biggest month on Locked On Senators. And the games are going to come fast and furious now. But we do get a deep breath for All-Star Weekend. So that'll be a nice time. I wonder if Brady ends up going. Because if he's dealing with bumps and bruises, like, what? Come on. Like, at how that hard? point. Yeah, but how hard on the body can it be yeah, that true. way? You know, I mean, true. he's going to be in Vegas, so his body's going to be taking Yeah, you're just be- kissing babies at the All-Star game. It's not yeah, that's deal. fair. That's yeah, fair. I mean, like I, like I was going to say, he's going to be abusing his body just in a different way. It's not going to be uh, physically <laughs> abusing it. I definitely think that Brady Kachuk of all people's liver is probably going to take a bit of a hit because that guy likes to party and he likes to get out with the boys. And those guys are, are going to be doing that for sure in that city. Wait a second, guys, check this out. Um, it was just pointed out at Senator's session on Twitter, that photo we pulled up of, of the goal with Tim Stutzla. Look at the guy in the toque behind the net. 
That's Batherson. That's Drake Batherson behind the yeah, net. Yeah, okay, like, I thought so. For the no game winner. Because wow. you can see somebody has a jersey out that, that they're getting him to sign. Yeah. And he's that, and the red that's goal light, unreal. The goal that's light unreal. Is, the goal light is lit up, so it makes him look like he's got a red face painted. Yep. Man, the boys. The boys get a big overtime win tonight. Hey, let's do some Sand Central standouts, and I feel like we're going to be repetitive at least for the first time around because two guys stole the show tonight. But we got enough to go around the horn twice. I think it's my turn to, to lead us off, is it not? I think so. I was yeah, so you start, hard. you start. I was so hard. And okay, before we get to it, I was going to say I was so hard on Matt Murray before when he was having his struggles, and now I have to give him first Send Central standout of the night. And we talked about the two breakaway saves, game-changing saves in this one on Zach Hyman. That back, so Zach Hyman goes backhand. And Murray stays with him. His legs were kicking out left, right, and center. Uh, can you kick out center? Eh, maybe. Michael Burdine, yeah. remember that goal? He kicked it. Anyways, he was kicking him out left and right throughout this game. And I thought his rebound was control was better, too. There were a couple times in the third period where it hit his glove and bounced out. But beyond that, man, this guy was just unreal. So you love to see that tonight. Uh, before we get to your Sun Central Citizens maybe standouts, maybe we lead into it. Who gets the bike helmet today? Does Austin Watson give it right back to Timmy? Could he be the first three-time winner of the bike Ooh. helmet? Like, oh man, it's such a hard call tonight. I'm, I'm honestly, I don't know. It's, I think that Matt Murray definitely deserves it too. So, I mean, between those two guys, you got two great choices. And Timmy with the blood, like you know, he's got the stitches in his eye too. Yeah. Why not give it back to him? Let's pump this guy's tires and get him even more confident because the way he's playing right now. It's actually not a bad segue into my standout because you know it's going to be him if I am if I'm next. I don't know. Yep. I did what I mean. I was I was more available for the game. So. I was going to say Pil- I was going to say Pilsy gets our bike helmet tonight for making it to the. Post I was going to say too. Yeah, like that's dedicated. doing what I can. That's Iron Man stuff right there from Pilsy. So uh, you're the key. You're the Keith the Andal of the team here. Yep. Hit um, us up with uh, why is it Tim Stutzler tonight? In yeah, case, I mean, well, in case I mean, anybody's been living under a rock. Yeah, I mean, look at the box score if you haven't seen it. First (laughs) NHL fight um, basically caused the first goal. I don't know how he didn't end up. I mean, he didn't. He stopped a goal at one end and then ended up. I thought he ended up scoring, but it was Shabbat's goal. So um, another great uh, play out of him there. And then, of course, obviously, the overtime winner is is just like that's a that's a pure superstar move. And just the way that he's now starting to establish himself as an offensive threat every time he's on the ice. I said it last postcast how he can take over a shift. We're starting to get into the territory now where like he can he can take over a game. And he totally out outshone uh, his countrymen and Leon Drysaddle tonight. And I think that you know this was a game that he had circled on his schedule as as you know like another game against his uh, his buddy Leon. And they're not going to be able to go to the Olympics together. So I think he wants to show Leon one more time here this season what he's got. And uh, that's what he did. So I'm really happy with his game tonight. So Tim Stutzel is my standup. Guys, Connor McDavid played 25 minutes and 15 seconds in this game. Leon Dreisaitl played 24 minutes and 14 and 42 seconds. Only the one point. 10 shots, on, 11 shots on goal for the two of them. So when, when you hold those two on that much ice time... Yeah. I think that that's pretty uh, that's pretty impressive if you're the Ottawa Senators. Uh, Pilsy, your Send Central standout. Do you want to take a pass? I mean, we know you're in the rock slide. We appreciate you jumping on. We can go back and forth. But, hey, there's one more easy pickings one, and 
it's number 72 on defense. Yeah, I mean, that was one I was going to look at. And uh, for the bike helmet guys, I guess, uh, Hol- or um, who who had it last? Was it Holden? Well, they gave it to Waddy for the three-year sobriety. And oh, he had a couple big blocks. Yeah, so he might do the Murr. I know you're back, but I got to give it to Timmy because yeah. a fight and an overtime winner, you got to respect that. That's for sure. Especially Watson. Watson loves the scrappers. Yeah, definitely. And Watson can appreciate getting punched in the nose and having to uh, finish That's the rest of the sure. game. Kelsey, he uh, went no to the locker to room for repairs too. Oh man, yeah, what is I know. Tim- I saw. I saw you had a cut there. I don't know what. I don't want to see Timmy bleeding. Nobody no. makes our superstar bleed his own blood. What a shame that he didn't get an assist though tonight for the Gordy Howe. Like Tim Stutz, the Gordy Howe hat trick. I mean, they got to call the league. They got to call the league there for sure. Yeah, we got to figure something out. <laughs> yeah. So, so for my Send Central standout, I guess I'll ask him more of a question. How did Brandy do tonight? Because I was hoping he would have a big game. Was he with Shabbat all night? How did that go? Since since you guys shouted out Shabbat already. <laughs> I, I just had to take care of something in the chat. We got some spam <laughs> we coming got, in. We got so. some fun stuff. Yeah, I saw that too. I wasn't sure if that was I had just to take me. care of that real quick. By the way, 10th win in the postcast era. The Sens are 10, 6, and 3 since we started doing this. So not to take credit for it, but I'm not not taking credit for it I as mean, well. I mean, the stats are right there, Ross. Everyone make sure go follow at Laleem's Martian at Brandon Pillar one. You can follow me at Ross Levitan and the show at send central locked on senders is free and available wherever you download your podcast Monday to Friday. Danny writes in, when are we getting a sense player on the postcast? That might be tough to do. We're worrying about getting them on the locked on senders podcast. Yes. And we are working on a big one, but I teased it too much last time. It fell through when sends all got COVID, but we got a big fish, hopefully, for episode 500, which is in 16 episodes. Pilsy, you asked how Eric Branstrom played tonight. Well, he played a lot, which I like to see. He started the game on the third pair with Josh Brown, but then from the start of the second period on was with Thomas Shabbat again. So I don't think nice. it's as much a negative uh, about Lassie Thompson, who really didn't play much at all in this game. 10, 10 minutes and 50 seconds for Lassie Thompson. And then Josh Brown only played 14-48. They relied on that top four. Zub, 24-40. Holden, 20-44. Branch from 23-22. Nice. King, King Daddy Topper, Thomas Shabbat, 26-41. Two-point game, three hits, a shot on goal, and just controlled the pace of play as well. Something interesting. Martian, I want you to pick up on this. Um, in overtime, often the Sens just go Shabbat, one other guy, and then back to Shabbat. They used three defensemen today in overtime. Do you think that helped get the wheels flowing and guys aren't logging too many? Like we saw Darnell Nurse at the end of a shift, he gets walked by Timmy and it's game, set, match. Yeah, I think it's similar to a power play too, right? Where you want to have guys out there who are like familiar with how they roll. And the three on three now is completely different the way that they operate, right? Like they're they're coming out of the zone. It's a, it's a possession game. You hear them even on the broadcast calling it possessions in overtime. So having a guy like Thomas Shabbat is extremely important because he is a facilitator and he is a puck handling defenseman who can who can get the puck to the open guy every single time without fail. The guy doesn't give the puck away, and especially not in three-on-three. So, yes, to answer your question, I think it's good for him to have his legs going and and to feel like, you know, he's not getting cold out there. There's only so much time left in the game. You know that it's only going to be maximum five minutes. So let him empty the tank and get the win, and that's exactly what they did. 
The Ottawa Senators, man, what more can you say about the way this team's been playing under DJ Smith with all the adversity? I really got to give some stick taps as my final thoughts of this postcast. Again, we're going to have more on tomorrow's Locked On Senators full breakdown. Pilsy will get immersed into the game and we'll break it all down. We've also got a lot more to get into across the league. And it's a Senators game day once again. Ottawa goes into the All-Star break on Long Island, breaking in the new arena out there. It'll be their first visit to old friend J.G. Pajot on Long Island as he's made an appearance or two now in Ottawa, but now they'll go there. Cody Cece, by the way, getting a video tribute. That was kind of weird tonight. Cody uh, guess- Cece got a tribute? Yeah. Pilsy, <laughs> listen to this. My oh, God. This- what, did they show the highlight of when he couldn't defend against a player with no <laughs> Was that on there? No, they didn't show that one. But get this, okay. Ian Mendes tweeted it out earlier, so it's, this is courtesy of him. But <laughs> – Cody CC has not played in Ottawa since he was traded. Yeah, isn't so that weird? Even when his time with the Leafs, he played away games. Or uh, I guess for him, they were home games. And same thing with Edmonton, but he was never in the lineup in Ottawa. So this was his first time back at the CTC. How crazy is that? That's very crazy. And too bad the fans weren't there for a standing ovation during his tribute. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you see what's young? No, 500 fans. And the Sens actually had some fun with it. The Sens put up a thing saying, congrats, like sell out. Yeah, I did fans. see yeah. that. Yeah. I thought that young, was actually that's huge for that. You see, you see hey, what young Zachary put in the, in the Cody CC tribute? They showed him working out like half the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's what he's known for. This guy tried hard um but hey this is this is awesome hey did you see alex kid like small world alex kid writes in pilsy what are you doing in port alberni i used to live out there for two years <laughs> well so i'm not awesome. in port alberni on purpose i'm going from tofino to comox but had to pull over to uh, get in on the postcast that's awesome well let's wrap up the postcast with some final thoughts i'll run through the scoring summary while you guys collect those final opinions and then We'll save some for tomorrow's Locked On Senders. Hey, if you guys are in the chat right now, there's 136 of you, and we appreciate Ooh. each and every one of you. And we'd appreciate it if you just hit that like button just once. Bang, click. It's free. Totally free. That's all I got to do. Like, like, like. <laughs> nice. All right. Scoring summary. So the Ottawa Senders score first in this game, 11-32 in. Thomas Shabbat gets credit for his third of the year. Assists go to Brady Kachuk and Zach Sanford. Didn't last long. Not even a minute later, Connor McDavid gets his 22nd goal of the year. Bouchard, Yamamoto get the assist. It's tied at one after one. In the second, the only goal comes with just under three minutes left. It's Nick Paul. Yes, he does it all, even on the power play. Assists go to Eric Brandstrom and Chris Tierney, who don't ask the Sportsnet broadcast, or they'll tell you Tierney put in the back of the net. It was clearly Nick Paul. They both, thought, they both thought it was Tierney. I know, unreal. Unreal. So it's 2-1 Ottawa after two periods. The Sens obviously very successful after leading after two periods, but they did surrender the lead. Darnell Nurse scores on a beautiful tic-tac-toe. Three-on-one, no chance for Matt Murray on that one. It's his seventh career goal against Ottawa, the most he has against any team, which is crazy to think a guy in the Western Conference, the most goals in his career against an East team. And yeah, say what you want about how they dominated last year in those eight or nine meetings. Then in overtime... With 48 seconds left, Tim Stutzla, after getting in a fight in the third period, gets his eighth goal of the year. Brady Kachuk, another assist. Thomas Shabbat, an assist. So multi-point games for Thomas Shabbat and Brady Kachuk, leading by example. Brady had another huge hit in this one against Chris Russell as well. And my final thought is about Brady Kachuk. 14 games now without a goal, but in those games, 
He's got 55 shots on goal. So it's not for a lack of trying. I think he might. Yeah, I'm going to guarantee it. Brady Kachuk gets a goal tomorrow night on Long Island. Martian, your final thoughts. His new average shots on goal is like five. No, The easiest <laughs> loss crazy. of the year. Line for anything more than three shots on goal for Brady yeah. Kachuk and you're a betting person, hit that all day. You're going you're you're to make so much money. Hammer. Um, Final thoughts again. Just a gritty, gritty effort from a, a you know a team that's super depleted right now. So uh, this can only be good for the depth of the team and the culture of the team and and just the vibes in general. Showing that they can win without two of their superstars, that's great. Like that's that's doing things that like you see teams like Pittsburgh where you know one of their big dogs is out and somebody else elevates and they're still yep. able to win consistently. Well, now Ottawa's at the point where they have enough kind of young talent i guess i'd call it sokolov again tonight like you know he didn't do he a almost lot. had a tap in almost had a tap yeah, in the third he always period. gets his chances so yep. everything I, I just you got to be happy in general so um you know i just think that i just think that they're on the right track here and uh got to be happy with wins like tonight against a team like the oilers <laughs> evander kane who they had just won four straight games, guys. Like this Oilers team, it's not the same one that Ottawa saw two weeks ago in Edmonton. These guys had seemingly turned it around, but then they just got sensed tonight. That's just how it happens sometimes, Bill. <laughs> sometimes you just get sensed. Sometimes, man. Yeah, you'll have to see a good sense happening. Martian, my final thought is going to be very similar to yours. It's the elevating of these players' games and more specifically Tim Stutza. Like how much extra cred does he get in the locker room now? A fight? an OT winner, and he's now playing number one center minutes in the NHL after only recently switching to being a centerman in general in the NHL. So for him to be able to say, all right, guys, no Norris, no Batherson, Brady can't seem to buy a goal. I'm putting this team on my back. And hell, I'll even do some things Brady does as well. I'll get in a fight here. I'll stand up for myself. And I'll come back and I'll finish things up when I'm uh, when I'm all uh, uh, stitched up here. Did he get stitches? It looked like a decent cut. He did, yeah. not stitches, but I, oh, he, he did. did. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So that's impressive eyebrow. for a young guy like Timmy to be able to find, like you know, seize that moment and really be the guy that the senders needed him to be. So what an amazing game, and I cannot wait to watch this game tomorrow. Tim Stutzla gets his first career NHL fight, his 20th career NHL goal, and his fifth game winner. The Ottawa Senators win 3-2, the final score on the back of Tim Stutzla and a 37-save performance from Matt Murray. Pilsy and I will get more in-depth on whether or not Matt Murray or Anton Forsberg should start the Sens finale before the All-Star break. Can they continue to stay hot. Can they make it 11-6-3 in the postcast era? What needs to happen for that? We'll preview the game against the New York Islanders. Let's get some ghost ends go in the chat on the way out because this was an absolute beauty of a game. And a bunch of beauties on the postcast. Shout out at Laleem's Martian, at Brandon Pillar 1. We appreciate it. And Pilsy's going to be – are you going to be back on uh, on in Ontario soil when, uh, when we record tomorrow or is that next day? I'll be in the air when uh, when we're doing the postcast, and unfortunately, I'm going to miss the Islanders game as well. But that's the way she goes when you're doing a cross continental journey. Well, Lilims Marsh and I, I'm going to cover you, Pilsy. I'll cover. We got that. I'll take you. Can't care leave of. these people hanging. Look at the chat still rolling here. So. Absolutely, hey, it's just like on. the Sens. Next man up, Martian. You're stepping up. Love it. I'm the Tim Stutzel of the postcast. What can I say? Love it. 
The Ottawa Senators sweep the season series against the Edmonton Oilers. Damn, that sounds good to say after going 0-9-0 last year. The Senators emerged 2-0-0 this year against the Oilers. So stay tuned for more on tomorrow's Locked On Senators. Again, thank you everyone for being with us in the chat today. For at Laleem's Martian and Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.